You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have the full snow moon at 8 degrees of Virgo, current on February 27th at 12.10 a.m. Pacific. That would be 3.10 a.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. So why is this called a snow moon? It's called a snow moon because in native lore, this is a time where we have the most snow. Um, in the northern hemisphere, of course, the southern hemisphere is something completely different and they're having a completely different season. But this is typically where you see the most snow coverage on the ground in most places and can be considered the peak of winter before we hit the springtime, which I'm sure a lot of us are looking forward to, especially if you live in a cold weather place and are feeling cooped up and just need some fresh air. Even though I live in Vegas, I know what that feels like because I am originally from New York and winters there are brutal. So I can absolutely sympathize. But yeah, that's the explanation for why it's called a snow moon. It is a simple reasoning for it. Sometimes names for these lunations derive from just simple observation of what's going on at that time of year. And looking at the vibes on the graph for this moon, it is filled with party and social vibes, high social energy, high excitement energy, just having a good time and having an adventure, which again may be hard going to be difficult weather-wise and just what's going on in the world with pandemic and all that and yeah. So try to get as creative as you possibly can if you are feeling social and you are in need of just communication with other people. We are also high on drive and motivation so this is really going to help you get things done. This is going to really help you on your goals. It's going to give you the energy just to really just get out of ruts if you've been in a rut, if you've been in a funk for a bit. This is going to help you in terms of just like making things happen for yourself and finally getting up and doing something about what's been bogging you down. There's also mental energy in the air. It's and the mental energy, it's an interesting one because, I mean, you're going to be more mentally focused. You're not going to be super scattered with this energy that's going on. It could feel like you are ruminating a bit, though, especially being in Virgo energy. This is where your thoughts can sometimes be on a loop. And, you know, sometimes thoughts on a loop are not a bad thing. But if it becomes uncomfortable, do what you can to take a moment and take a break from just being stuck on a hamster wheel of thoughts with just doing little distractions and letting yourself know it's okay to take a break from mental olympics it sometimes could be a bit much but in this energy it the good thing is it does get you contemplating what you need to do and what your next step is so yeah we've got some interesting vibes going on here and just looking at what we have ahead of us we're in a full moon full moons are about cycles of completion they're about what we're taking with us what we learned over the last six months since the new moon in virgo which happened back in september of 2020 this moon is going to have you looking at where you were six months ago and what you've incorporated in Virgo energy and what you will be letting go of in Virgo energy. Because in full moons, we tend to let go of what's no longer working and what we need to discard. We look at what we've learned from this particular sign and if we gain the steady foundation in it and can start moving forward with whatever it is that we want to launch or what we learned in it that we can no longer keep and what's just not sustainable. 
in Virgo energy, this is going to magnify the things that we needed to take care of six months ago, the things that need to be addressed, that need to be perfected within our lives, or the stuff that we have been trying to perfect over these last six months. The key word with Virgo is improvement, and some of the themes that you could have been focusing on is self-improvement. It is about finding a balance in your regimen or creating a, a regimen that you can follow. It's about taking those little things in life and improving upon them and making them better. Those mundane things, those day-to-day -day things. And those day-to-day -day things are our diets. Those day-to-day -day things are the way we take care of our body through exercise. It's our stress management. It's our jobs. It's our our hobbies and things like that. Our hygiene that we take a look at. And this is all these things that come up in Virgo energy that sound boring and they sound mundane because Virgo does rule our everyday routine, so it does sound dull, but these things are important. They're not small things. I mean, they're things that we don't think about and we just do and we're on autopilot, but it's important to have balance. It's crucial to have balance within these things. Because in Virgo, it's about showing up as our best self and the best version of ourself so we can be helpful to others, so we can be useful. And how can you be helpful and useful if all those other things are out of whack or imbalanced? So if you've been taking the necessary steps that you need to to be more vibrant when it comes down to those things and your health, then this is going to be where you can see the results in your day-to-day -day life. For example, if you've been using this to improve your diet because Virgo rules that and it doesn't have to be diet to lose weight, it doesn't have to be diet to gain weight or anything like that, but it could be if that's what your goal was. But this is the type of energy where you tweak your diet so it's healthier and you're eating the right foods for yourself system and your body. You're in a lot of ways checking in with your body and seeing what works for you and not necessarily hopping on the fads that other people are hopping on. You're basically in touch with the mind-body connection. So you're checking in with yourself and you're noticing the results you get from what you're eating, how it's affecting your moods, how it's affecting your body, how it's affecting your ability to focus, and you're perfecting your diet so that you can have a balance within those things. This could also be in the way of exercise too when it comes to Virgo energy. So if you had yourself on a fitness plan, then you could be seeing the results at this point and you're wanting to continue with whatever it is that you decide to pick for yourself. Another thing in Virgo energy, people tend to look at how they can build their skills up. In other words, if you've been looking to become more of an expert in some area, if you've been looking to perfect your skills in an area or just be in a place where you can do something confidently because you've put the time in, you've put the work in, you've put the hours in to learn these skills. This is going to be a place where you can take a look at how far you've come. In Virgo, it's what we do repetitively that makes us an expert in certain areas. So if you've been building these skills for a career, something that you wanna do in terms of a hobby or athletic goals even, then this is gonna be a place where you can gauge how far you've come and hopefully it's exactly where you'd like to be. Another thing in this energy too is it's where we work on our coping skills. It's where we work on our anxiety and issues with the mind. So if you've been working on ways to curb your anxiety, if you've been working on ways to balance out how much you ruminate, kind of like what I was saying in the beginning of this podcast, this video, in Virgo energy, sometimes our brains tend to go on 
a loop and it's easy to get stuck on that hamster wheel of thoughts and looking at where you might not have done something perfectly or having anxiety about what people are thinking about you or feeling like you don't come off smart, feeling like you're inadequate. A lot of times, especially in Virgo energy, we deal with imposter syndrome. And so some of those things could be going on and you're trying to find a way to balance it out. So that way you can head towards your goals and not have this type of stuff bogging you down in the mind. Something else with this Virgo energy too is if you've been looking at this and utilizing the Virgo stuff for your love life, then you might have been on two sides of the coin. You might have been in the place where you're learning how to be more observant, which is a Virgo thing, and be more patient and not rush into relationships. It is about taking your time and making better choices for yourself in the long run. This energy is good for sifting through what's not healthy for you and what is going to be your best bet. And that's a great thing as long as it's in balance because if you're on the other side of this, this could be where you're needing to learn how to be more open and not so critical. This could be where you might be too picky about certain partners and seeking perfection that just doesn't exist. So this could have been a time where you're working on letting your hair down more and just being more open to other people. And even if they're not 100% your type, they at least have a big number of qualities that you need in a person. It's pretty much learning how to utilize the 80-20 rule in your relationships if you're more perfectionistic. But if you're the type that's been open, this was one of those times where you had to learn how to just really take your time and just take a step back and not be open to everyone. Really, in all of these energies, it's all about balancing things out and doing things in a way that's effective, but not to the point of obsession or being detrimental. It is about using the powers of precision to cut through unnecessary bullshit, but not to the point where you're going through an extreme or you have the inability to do what you need to do because you overanalyze something to the point of just paralysis or seeking perfection to a point where nothing will be good and you still find yourself unsatisfied because of those things. So let's use these energies so we can move forward through this full phase and be as effective as possible in our lives. Let's take a look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunation. So yeah, we've got some mixed bag energy going on with this lunation. We've got the moon making an opposition with the sun. And anytime you have the moon making an opposition with the sun, you have a full moon situation going on. And with this, we have both chart rulers because within a full moon, we do have two chart rulers. Sometimes you can look at it without the additional chart ruler, but I like to look at the other end of the scope since we are dealing with an opposition here. And so it's about finding balance. But with this, we have Mercury being the chart ruler for Virgo and we have Neptune being the chart ruler for Pisces. And with an opposition like this from the moon and the sun, you can feel torn. You can feel like you're being pulled in many different directions. You can be dealing with a lot of emotional baggage that leaves you drained. You can be dealing with the sides of you that wants to be loose and free with the Pisces energy. And you could be dealing with the sides of you that is wanting to be more controlled. This could also be a balance of looking at things realistically versus not looking at things from a realistic sort of point of view and getting a balance within your beliefs. Also, how to look at the people in your life more objectively. And with this opposition, you can be dealing with mixed messages from other people. You can be dealing with some conflicting information or emotions, especially with the Pisces Virgo axis. You could definitely be dealing with that in terms of just things not being super clear and things being somewhat foggy during this lunation. So it's something to be aware of. 
And with this moon opposing Venus, this is definitely going to come up within your relationships. This is definitely going to come up with your romantic relationships. And it can also come up with career stuff too. So with this, do your best not to overextend yourself when it comes down to relationships, when it comes down to material possessions, when it comes down to just giving your all and not getting anything back. This can also bring up where people-pleasing behavior has gotten you nowhere and where you're needing to look within you to work through issues when it comes down to inadequacy or needing approval from others. And with this moon making some uncomfortable aspects to Saturn and Pluto, the moon's making a quincunx with Saturn and it's making a sesquiquadrate with Pluto. This is going to bring up more stuff when it comes down to your emotions and relationships and relationships of all kinds. It can be family relationships, especially when we're dealing with Saturn stuff. And there can be some romantic relationships involved with this, but it is going to bring up some trust issues. It is going to bring up where you might feel overwhelmed by your own family, just due to feeling like you're always having to be the responsible one. And it can have you on a loop of feeling anxiety ridden or just worried about everything. It can bring up feelings of guilt and shame as well. So it's a heavy energy. And of course, with the Pluto stuff that's going on with the moon making a sesquiquad, with Pluto, this is going to bring up a lot of complicated emotions and this is going to bring up some jealousy and petty feelings and maybe some issues with obsessiveness and compulsion. This could also bring up just unhealthy habits that need to be kicked that are biting you in the ass. This moon is also squaring the nodes, so it is going to show you where you need to break patterns and behaviors and old belief systems that have been holding you back. And, you know, because we're dealing with moon energy, sometimes it can deal, again, with family. It can deal with breaking generational habits and generational curses and things like that, or just any conditioning from early childhood that you're carrying with you that's no longer serving you. At least with the moon making a trine with Uranus, it is going to give you the ability to make the changes that you need. It is going to be, even with the uncomfortable stuff going on, it is going to be easy for you to just get up and make these changes because you're going to be so ready and it's not unexpected change. I mean, some of it is forced hand change, but like it's not going to be anything with Uranus and the moon where it's going to force your hand suddenly. So it at least gives you the strength you need to make some of the changes that you need to. With the chart ruler Mercury for Virgo, this is going to have one uncomfortable aspect, but the rest of them are just so lovely and it's going to really help you get through this lunation. Mercury is going to make a square with Uranus. So the thing with this is it can bring up sudden change in plans. It can bring up unexpected changes when it comes to your plans. It can cause you to feel jittery. It can cause you to feel anxious. It can cause things to change in direction in some ways and not generally comfortable change. It can also be unexpected communication from people that you're not really particularly fond with. So it could bring that kind of stuff up. It's just stuff where just it's annoyances and just you feel overwhelmed. And so do the best you can when this part of that energy hits because it can make you feel jittery. But we have some decent ones going on here. We've got Mercury making a conjunction with Jupiter and Saturn. Also, Mercury is going to be making a trine to the North Node and a sextile to the South Node, which all of these things are going to really be great about helping you break free from old patterns that aren't working for you anymore. It's going to give you the ability to convey what you need to to other people, but it's also going to be great for long range plans. It's going to be great for just looking at your long game and where you are headed in your life and critical thinking when you need to make these major decisions. 
It's also amazing for diffusing drama with Mercury, making that conjunction with Jupiter. So if there's been anything going on that's been crazy, you know, over the last couple of days or through this lunation, this could also help you talk certain things down or talk certain people down. But with this, you see that things are coming together despite some of the harder aspects that are going on. Neptune, the co-ruler for Pisces, is basically some mixed bag aspects. We have Neptune making a semi-square to Saturn and also to Uranus. So this is going to bring up some things where you want to protect your energy the best way you possibly can because this can impair in some ways um, when it comes down to lower frequencies and just check check in with your immune system, check in with your health with this, because that could be a thing. It's also one of those things too with the Neptune semi-square to Uranus, where you can be dealing with lower frequency people. And so you really want to protect your energy because when Neptune is in a semi-square with Uranus, hard aspects with Neptune and Uranus can be really uncomfortable because it is unpredictably risky when it comes down to your behavior. Sometimes things happen unexpectedly that you're not counting for and it can be ultra uncomfortable and you just want to be careful with that. You also want to be careful with escapism and substances or dosages of things because sometimes there can be just you're taking in too much and it makes you not feel well. But the good thing is Mars is making a sextile to Neptune. So this is going to really help you take action on your dreams. This is going to help you connect with your spiritual side in a way that's effective and healthy. Just really a, an awakening of sorts and connecting with your higher self and higher frequency. So hopefully that'll mitigate some of the other stuff that's going on with the Neptune, Saturn, and Uranus stuff because that stuff can be gnarly. And this here, at least, it gives you the strength you need to break through some of those lower vibrational situations. So yeah, this is one hell of a lunation. It should be interesting. Hopefully you guys have incorporated the best of Virgo through this last six months and are ready to launch whatever it is that you're ready to launch in Virgo energy. Anyway, I hope you all have the best full moon in Virgo ever. Later, guys.